The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן בעדם אמן. דף כ"ג, תראה, דף אס בינסטרי לעינוי נשמת מוזיק כניר ביוסף בן שרה. ולעילוי נשמת אברהם בן אסתר, רוח השם תניחם בגן עדן, רפואה שלמה, שרה רוחמה בת רחל ושרה בת רחל, משה בן דינה, אין לה רפאנה להם, אין לה רפאנה להם, פת הנפש ואת הגוף, ורפואתם כנבד אבו וכן ירסום ונאמר אמן ובגין תנאי זדף עד כ"ב עמוד ב', and we are beginning, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 lines from the bottom, הרני נזיר, ואת, we had a case in the Mishnah ואמרה אמן, and she said אמן, and she accepted. מפר את שלה ושלא קיים. He's able to be מפר his wife's נזירות and his remains because his נזירות is not linked to hers. If anything, her נזירות is linked to his. Therefore, he's able to redeem or מפר her נזירות, but his נזירות is קיים. ודמינו, the Gemara brings a contradiction from the Brayt. הרני נזיר ואת, same exact place. The husband says, I'll be a נזיר and you. And she says, Amen. Here it comes along and says that both of them are going to be Asur. Meaning if she doesn't say Amen, the understanding is that both of them are Mutar. Because bottom line, it seems they're linked to each other. And therefore, he linked his acceptance to her acceptance. And therefore, when she doesn't say Amen, He's not a Nazir as well. But where she did say Amen, he is connected to her. Now it's mashma from this statement of Ishnem Asurim, and that Hafara will not even work. Because if he's going to make Hafara on her, and he's linked to her, it's going to end up removing him from the situation. And we know that he cannot take himself out of a Nazirut, because the Pasuk says, Lo yachil devarohu ino mefara valachirim, Mefirin. So this goes against what it says in Amishnah, because Amishnah said the same exact case, he can take his wife off with Hafarah, and he remains. Here it's saying, Shnehem Asurim. Maswa, that he cannot even make a Hafarah, because if he's going to make a Hafarah on his wife, he's going to fall off as well. It seems they're interlinked to, to each other. So that goes against our, uh, our Mishnah. Look at the way Tosfot understands the question. Urminhu, Harini Nazir, Ve'at Amart Amin. שניהם אסורים, ואילת שניהם מותרים, מפני שתלה נדרו בנדרה. His נדר is dependent on her. וסבירה לדבל מעיקר כעקר. And at this point, the Gemara is holding what? That the husband, when he makes a farah, he removes the entire נדר. ואייפר לה, and if he's going to be מפר her, גם שלא יותר. So right, it's going to remove his. וכאב לא יחל. וסבירה לדבל מעיקר כעקר. This is what the מעיקר means. דהרני נזיר. Im'at, which means they have to read into the Lashon of the Braita. The Braita's language was Hadeni Nazir Ve'at. Ve'at means Ve'im'at, which means I'll be a Nazir if you will accept. And therefore, since she accepts, his Nazirut is linked on her. And therefore, the Braita's language is Shnem Asurim, and he can't get out of it now. Because the only way he can get out of it is to be Mefed her, but it's Mefed her, it's going to take him off as well. Therefore, he's locked in. Ve'afilu lo amar im. Even though he didn't say the word im. Just by saying ve'at, the bright does understand that as if it's conditional. Means saying, Adeni nazir ve'im'at. That's what he's saying, right? Ve'lekach im amra amen. If she says amen, shenem asurim. Ve'ainu dekaparicha matnitin. That's the question on the Mishnah. Diktani ki amar la adeni nazir ve'at demefer shela ve'shelo kayam. Amishta said the opposite, that he could mefer her part and he remains... 
a nazir. Ve'imlav, shelo amra amen. Then the Brayta said, and if she doesn't say amen, shenei mutarim. Again, why? Because since he made his nazirut dependent on her, neshetaran domedda, okay? So, ve'lo dinal yot nazir, imlote gamin nazirah, right? He didn't accept to be a nazir unless she's going to be a nazir. That's the question from the Brayta. That's a head-on question from the Brayta against the Mishnah. So, comes together and gives two answers. First answer, Amar of Yudah, Tni mefer et shela v'shelo kayam. Okay, change the brayta. Make the brayta as if it's saying, you're right, he can be mefer, her part, and his part remains exactly like the Mishnah. Look at the Tosafot. I'm out of Yehuda. Tni b'resha. In the first case, where again, she said, Amen. Right, so we said, Shnehem asurim. So instead of that, say, b'resha, mefer shela v'shelo kayam kemat nitim. V'tni b'resha, Shnehem asurim ad shelo yafer. Oh, very good. Which is their asur until he's mefer. Which means, we thought till now shnehem asurim in the bright, that means conclusively. He can never make a hafara because if he's going to make a hafara on her, it's going to take him off and therefore he cannot do that. Now we're saying, no, no, shnehem asurim ad shiyafer. Because since he said harini nazir and she said, Amen. Okay, both are nazirim. That's true. Shnehem asurim. But if he wants to be mefer, then is just like the Mishnah. He can be mefer her, and he can still remain in. Now, the only question is, how are you going to learn the sefa of this Braita? The sefa of the Braita said, what? Hareni Nazir, right? Ve'at. So it says, and she didn't say, Amen, Shnehem Mutarim. That's mashma that what? That he is dependent on the wife. Because he's saying, since she didn't accept He's also not a Nazir. So they are interdependent. So the Rosh explains him. He is making himself interdependent going into the Nazirut. But coming out of the Nazirut, he can take her out, but he can remain in. And therefore at the end, uh, you, you can do that by the way. You can make a, a Nazirut where I could say, I'll be a Nazir if you're a Nazir. But now that you're a Nazir and I'm a Nazir, I'm not dependent on you coming out of the Nazirut. Which means I can break your Nazirut and still... Stay in. So that, that's the end of the Brayta, according to the Sefer Gemara's Maskana. Uh, in, in, if she didn't say Amen, Shnehem Mutarim. Why? Because yeah, going in, he linked himself and she's going to accept. But that doesn't mean if she accepts, he can't get her out and stay in. And that's why our Mishnah and the Brayta are exactly congruent. Abaye gives a different answer. Abaye Amara Filutema Kedektani Brayta. Don't change any words in the Brayta. Learn the Brayta literally like it says, Shnehem Asurim. And they're Asur conclusively. Which means they can't make Afara over here at all. Why? Kegon Dekamarla Hareni Nazir Ve'at. Deka Tale Nidro Benidra. Which means he came along and said in the Brayta, where he clearly, or where we understand it is, he made his Nazirut dependent on her. As if he said, Hareni Nazir, I'm only going to be a Nazir if you're going to be a Nazir. And therefore, since he accepted it dependent on her, that's why it's name Asurim. Why? Because now, since he's dependent on her, once he takes her off, he comes off, and he can't do that, because the law is, you can't take yourself out of a... Neither yourself, and that's why the deen is Shnei Masurim. But what's the case of the Mishnah? Umatnitin kegon de amarla hareni nazir veat, and he asked her a question. And what about you, Mai? What do you want? Mishumachi meferet shina v'shlo kayam. Since the Mishnah is not making himself linked to the her nazir, he's asking her a question. I am to be a nazir. I'm in regardless. What about you? Veat veat Mai, and she comes along and says whatever she says. David says I'm in. Fine. Since his nizirut was not dependent on her, he could break hers and remain in. I make it a simple answer. She's the bright that's talking about where he linked himself. That's why Shnei Masurin. And the Mishnah's talking about where they didn't. That is therefore a simple answer to the question. But basically, we have those two answers. Now we continue with the new Mishnah. Isha Shenadra Benazir. There's a case we had before. This is a lady that accepted the parasa of nizirut by Tashota Beyayin Umtamealimetim. Which means she broke all the nizirut of it. She was metameh to metim. She was drinking wine. Had is a sofeget et arbaim. Now, if you remember, we learned on yesterday's daf, the Gemara analyzed. This is pashut. You have to tell me a person that accepts upon himself a nizirut and then drinks wine. You get malkut pshita. Yeah. 
So one answer of the Gemara was to come and tell me over here a Hiddush, where it's talking about where the husband was Mefer. And the Hiddush of the Mishnah is that we go like the opinion of Megaz Gayiz. And since it's Megaz Gayiz, she's going to get Malkut. Because if you said Me'ikar, so the, the, there was nothing there. So there is a Hiddush in the Resha. In a case where the husband was Mefer, the Mishnah is going to get out of its way to teach us so because of the Megaz Gayiz Shita. The other answer to the Gemara was, you're right, it is no Hiddush. But since in the Sefa, we're going to give a case of Ena Sofeget Ta'arba'im, so in the Resha, we gave you a case of Ken Sofeget Ta'arba'im. Now, what is that case in the Sefa? Comes the Mishnah and says, Hefer la ba'ala. Famous case. The husband was Mefer la. lo yada she la. But she didn't know. Ba'ala. She still thinks she has the Zirutana. Meanwhile, the husband nullified her. So she's drinking, and she's becoming metameh. Tarakama says, well, bottom line, she's not an Ezirah. So she's not going to get Malkut. Fine. She's not going to get Malkut from the Torah. Because bottom line, she wasn't an Ezirah. But Rabbi Yehuda holds, she's going to get Malkut, Malkut which is Malkut with Rabbanan. Why? Very intent, because she thinks that she's sinning. She doesn't know that she's not a Nizira. Now, it's a big mahlukan amongst the Rishonim is Rabbi Yehuda arguing with Tanakama, or should I say, is Tanakama arguing with Rabbi Yehuda? Because really, all Tanakama said was, she doesn't get Malkut. That can mean she doesn't get Malkut in the Torah. And maybe Rabbi Yehuda is just coming to Ed and saying, yeah, granted, you're right, no Malkut, but Malkut with Rabbanan. Could be Tanakama agrees. Or maybe Tanakama is saying, Eros Bichlal. So that's a the extent of this uh, discussion between Tarakama and Rabbi Yehuda. Comes to Gemara now begins, Tanu Rabbanam. Isha haferam v'hashem yislachla. The Torah comes along and tells us about a lady that made a nizirut uh, on her, and the or nidir on her for that matter, nidir, and the husband was mefer. So it says the husband was mefer and God should forgive her. So the Gemara says, Isha shefer la ba'ala. It's talking about a case where the Husband was mefer. Which means she made an edir on herself, right? She didn't realize husband was mefer. And then she went and broke the edir. In her mind, she's thinking that she broke an edir. Meanwhile, she's fine because the husband made a hafara. What's the Torah saying? Isha haferam and still bashem yistachla. Ukshaya magia rabi akiva. It's a pasuk. When Rabbi Akiva used to get to this pasuk, he used to cry. And he used to say the following, A person that intended, let's say, to eat hazir. And instead, they fed him, without him knowing it, he ended up eating kosher meat. He ended up eating the meat of a sheep. He still needs kapara, again, like we're saying for the intent. If a person intended to eat hazir and they brought him hazir, much he needs kapara. And this is what got the Akiva to cry. So comes to Gibran and says, similarly, can you say the similar case? This is talking about a classic case of somebody that brings a korban. Asham Talui. Let's talk about a case where he's not sure if he committed an Avera or not. So the Torah says, Velo yada, he doesn't know, Vashem, but he's guilty, Venasa Avera, and he has to carry his sin. Now, what's the case? So the rabbis during the case is talking about like this. Uma Mishnet Kaven Nadut Biyado Basar Taleh. There's one piece of meat in front of him. He thinks the piece of meat is what? Kosher, Basar Taleh. Ve'ala biyado basar hazir kegon. Mr. Gabra gives us the case. Hatikha, safik shil shuman, safik shil halif. Right? It's misupak. At the time that he was eating it, the case was safik. He doesn't know if it's shuman, that's kosher, or halif. And what did the pasuk say? Bottom line, you're in a safik. Amar kira benasa avono. Still what? He has to be a korban. To mishin it kabin la'alot biyado basar hazir. Ve'ala biyado basar hazir. Ad kama vikama. If guy on safik, has to have kapara, right? So Kutchikin, on a case where he knows that he intended to do such a thing as well. Isi ben Yehuda Omer, Isi ben Yehuda learns the case of Asham a little differently. Ve'lo yada ve'ashem, ve'nasa'avono, uma, 
שנתכוון לעלות בידו בסתר, גם אם תן לי תתי כושר מית, ועלה בידו בסתר חצי כגון, שתי חתיכות, אחת של חיילה ואחת של שומן, two pieces meet in front of him, one is kosher, one is not kosher. Now what's his intention? He's figuring he wants to eat the kosher one. What ended up happening? He ended up getting the one that was, he couldn't tell the difference between them. So it says, so now he has to bring korban. Uh, so therefore you see three examples of this concept. You see one by the case of the nedir, and two, one by the case of the one piece of meat that's misupak, and one by the case of the two, two pieces of meat, right? So the pasuk says on all these cases, you see need kapara, on such cases, those that are sensitive should be worried, which means the warriors should be worried, because of this how deep the judgment is, that even on such cases, where the guy technically didn't intend to do sin, and still he has to get a kapara, uh, the people that are worried from trouble should worry about the situation. Tosfot even brings a nice Rashid Tevot over. It says the word Yidvu is the Rashid Tevot. Yada ve'ashem v'nasa, which is the pesuk of the uh, uh, the Asham, the Asham Talui. So Yidvu, that the the fact that you see there's a concept of Asham Talui over here. You got to be worried. So now the Gemara says v'chol hane lamali sirichin lamali. What do you need three cases for? So the Gemara says sirichin. The itana gabe asha If you give me the case of the lady. There, when she was drinking the wine, her intent was to sin. Which means, she thought she was a nizira. She didn't know the husband made a farah. So when she's drinking the wine, what's in her brain? That she's sinning. So there I'll say, yes, she needs kaparah. That one piece, what was the guy intending? The guy felt he thought it was kosher. He thought it was good. Maybe lo ba'ay kapara ustiha. I would have thought maybe you don't need kapara. I guess kamash malan. You do. Now the iyitmar hadam. If you're going to tell me the case of the one piece of meat, hadam the ika isura. There, bottom line, there's an isur bottom line. He ate, and therefore that's why he needs kapara. Aval isha dehefela bala dehetera lo tevei kapara ustiha. But bottom line, in the case of the lady, she didn't commit an isur. Lema'aseh, there was a hafara. So you could think the sevadah hafukha, that maybe you don't need a kapara at all. That's why it has to give you both those two cases. The i itmar hani tarte. If he gave me two, two cases, mean the case of the lady and the case of the one piece of meat, habamina hani tarte, hu desage lehon bekapara ustiha, de lo ikba isura. I can tell you the first two cases, she'll, the atonement will be sufficient. You know why? Because there was no Isur Kavua over here. Meaning, in the case of the Nezira, really there was no Isur at all. Meaning she really wasn't a Nezira. And in the case of the meat, it's not Isur Kavua. You don't know if the piece of meat is Helev or, or uh, Shuman. You don't know. So therefore, I would say that in those two cases, Sidiha Kapara is enough. However, Abal Shtehatichot, but when you have the two pieces of meat, Ahad Shal Halev, Ahad Shal Shuman, the Iqba Isura, there you know there's one Isur. Then for sure there's one Isur, Losagi Lebechapara Ustiha. Maybe it's not enough to bring a Korban Asham. I would have thought maybe it's worse. Kamash Malan de Loshena. Because you know, even that case, it'll suffice. Which is the third case is really the worst out of the, out of the three cases. Because in the case number one, you don't have Isun Nizirut of it. In the case number two, it's a safek. Here, you have two pieces of meat. You know one of them is no good. But when he eats it, you ate in a case where there was one Isun Badai, you might think that maybe Asham is not enough. Kamash whether it is enough. Now, in this Gemara, it's worthy just to say one Hidush uh, <coughs> that we say over. So, Rabbi Akiva, when he got to this Pasuk of the Nizirut, Isha Haferam, Hashem Yislahla, he cried. Now, the question is. Now, that's not such a morbid pasuk. Even though, even though I, a really fantastic halakha comes out of it, that you see the strictness of the judgment, that even though she didn't sin, but she intended to sin, that she needs kapara. But why should it be Akiva take it so personally where he's crying? So explanation, the Sifarim Kedushim bring down is like this. We know that the Asarah Rugim Malchut, the ten martyrs, uh, were actually kapara 
for the brothers that sold Yosef. Actually, nine brothers. Kadosh Baruch was the tenth, and therefore there was also ten martyrs, and they were the atonement. Now, you have to assume that Yaakov was a Baal Ruach He knew, at a certain point in his life, his destiny. That he was destined to be one of the Asadaru Gimbalchut. But, at one point, Yaakov in his life held that he's not going to have to suffer that much. Because really, the sin of the brothers, although they were malintended, but everything worked out okay in the end. Meaning, Yosef became the viceroy of Egypt. As a result of it, Yaakov and his family came down to Misraim with honor. They were able to settle in Goshen. They were connected. So it's like a sin that turned out okay. And like the Madras says, that if uh, the brothers didn't sell Yosef down to Egypt, Yaakov would have to go down in shackles down to Misraim. So the Biyakira Shita originally was, you know, as long as it ends well, it's okay. And then he got to this Pasuk. And he saw this Pasuk that even if it ends well, you need Kapara for the intent, which is when they were selling Yosef, they weren't thinking, yeah, we'll get red carpet treatment to become the king. They didn't know all this, just like the lady. That when she's breaking the Nedid, she doesn't know that she's in the clear. She still thinks that she has a Nedid on her. Vashem Yislahla. Rabbi Akiva Bachar. Rabbi Akiva started to cry because this is the Hidush that indicts him. This is the Hidush now that... He understood that the Asararu Gemalchut, and he's one of them, he's going to have to suffer his fate. So this was personally affecting Rabbi Akiva. Comes the Gemara and says on the first wide line, Amar Rabbah, Rabbah, Barbar Hanna. Amar Rabbah, my dictate, what does it mean in the Pasuk? Ki Yesharim Darche Hashem. The ways of Hashem are righteous, are straight. On that straight road, the righteous will walk. That sounds like on that same road that the righteous walk straight on, the wicked stumble. You have two guys, they roasted their Korban Pesach. One ate his Korban Pesach for the sake of the Mitzvah. And one guy ate it in a gluttonous way, meaning to Hanaah. He fulfills the Pasuk of Sadiqim Yelchubam. This guy ate it in a gluttonous manner. Fulfills the Pasuk of Two guys doing the same item. One guy is considered Sadiq, and one guy is considered a Posheya. Guy ate the Korban Pesah, he ate it in a, in a Achilag Gassah. Wait, you're going to call him a, a, a Poshaya Arasha? Granted, they might not have fulfilled the Mitzvah in the best way. Pesah Mia Ka'avid. Listen, he still gets credit. He's still bottom of the Korban Pesah. It's hard to call that guy a Poshaya. So the Gemara has to readjust its Mashal. Ela Mashal Lishne Bnei Adam. Ze Ishto Va'achoto Emo. They have two guys. This guy, his wife, and his sisters with him, and this guy, his wife, and his sisters with him. He ends up going to Zifug with his wife. And this one ends up making Avon. That's the Poshaya, which means he's not protected. And the Gibran says, which means that Sadiq is protected. So therefore he gets uh, the right lady. Because, because he's a Poshaya, he loses that protection, and therefore he ends up uh, making another Avera. So the Gebra says, great mashal, but it's not, not in the Pasuk. Why? Which means... We in the Pasuk Amasra were talking about one road. It seems that the same road that the Sadiq walks by, the Rasha stumbles on. Here you're giving me two Dirachim. Here you're giving me two roads, right? He has his wife and he has his sister. He gets his wife and he gets his sister. That's two different uh, roads. You have to give me a, a similar case where the, on the same road that he's doing good, the other guy 
is stumbling. This is a case where it's just two different, uh, two different roads. So comes the Gemara and says, right? There's Tosfot Shezeh Baal Eshtov Zeh Baal Achoto. Two different uh, items. Ela Mashal Lilot Ushnei Benotav. Kol comes back to Lot and his two daughters. Emo. They intend, let's go back to the story, of course, after the destruction of Sedom, uh, the daughters thought that they were the only ones left in the world, and therefore they said if they don't procreate from their father, there's not going to be any inhabitants. So they were the Shem Shabayim. And therefore they that had intention of Shem Mitzvah, we say on them, they took the right, the straight road of the Sadiqim. Who should it come in the Shem But Lot, again, was malintended. So the Gemara says, "Who? I didn't know what Lot was thinking." Who told you? Maybe Lot also had the same kavana, which was the Shem Shavayim. Maybe he also thought the world is uh, finished, and therefore it doesn't procreate. So therefore, it wasn't considered an ancestral uh, relationship. Right. We have a pasuk. The pasuk is said by Lot. It seems like an innocuous pasuk. The pasuk just says, by Lot, if I can read it in its, in its full pasuk, this is when he left Avraham Abinu, Vayisa Lot et Enav, Vayar et kol kikara yarden, kichula mashke. Lot lifted his eyes, he saw the lush meadows over there on Sedom, and he decided to depart from Avraham Abinu. Although, again, it sounds like very innocuous, the pasuk, the Gabbana does every word in the pasuk tells us about the midah of Lot. Gemara begins. Vayisalot. <clears throat> oh, Lot lifted his eyes, but we have another pasuk that says Vatisa Eshet Adonav et Eneha, which is written by Eshet Potiphar, right? That she lifted her eyes in order to commit znut. So the Vatisa by Lot also shows. Uh, what do you want to go to Sedom for? Because he had kavana for znut. Et Enav. His eyes. It says he lifted his eyes. We have a pasuk by Shimshon. When Shimshon went after his eyes to marry Delila, which is also in Yanav, going after Nashin, uh, so it says, Enav, my Lord, uh, we also had a bad, a sinister Kavana. Vayar, Vayar, again, it's a simple language, he saw. Uh, what does it say by Shechem? Vayar Ota Shechem Ben Hamor. He saw Dina, and that bad intent, that's the Vayar of Lot, intention of Znut. It called Kikara Yardin, he saw the lush meadows. Pasuk says, Ki be'ad isha zona ad kikar lachem. That a person goes with isha zona, he becomes so poverty stricken, the only <laughs> leftover he has is a loaf of bread. That's what happens to somebody who goes with Znut. Ella, what do you see? And it says, Kikara Yardin, kikar lachem, Znut. Ki chulam mashkeh, it continues. Ki chulam mashkeh was lush, it was fertile. Elcha achaleh, give me the right words. Me'ahabai, the Pasuk says, I am going to go after my beloved. Notne lachmi umemai, the one that gives me my bread and my water. Sabriu fishti, my flax and linen. Shamni veshikuyai. Shikuyai is my beverage. That is referring to somebody that is going after his yetzerara. And it calls it, in a, in a way, like the beverage. So what do you see over here? You see that Lot was not Solishem uh, Shavayim. Adrabai, you see this Pasuk over here, when Lot separated from Avraham Abinu, his intention was uh, to go after his newt. So the Gemara says, yeah, but wait. That night, when he had the story with his uh, daughters, the Hamenas Anis. What do you want? He was Anus. What happened? They got him drunk. They gave him wine to drink. So what do you want from him? But at that point over there, his Kabbalah was not Lerah. Uh, so comes the Gemara and says, Tana, Mishum Rabbi Yosef Barav Choneh. Lama nakud alvav ubkuma shil bechira, which means when he went with the oldest daughter, it says he didn't know bishogba that when he went at night he didn't know what he was doing. But on the word ubkuma, when he woke up, the vav is has a dot on it yeah. to come and tell me something about when he woke up that he knew something. What is the ubkuma teaching me? Lomar shebeshichba lo yada. But when he woke up, he realized what happened. So again, the question is, so what? The next night, 
His younger daughter, no. I'm not worried about the first night. First night, he didn't know. They got him drunk. And the second night, he got drunk again because his younger daughter gave him to drink. So what's the difference if he knew what happened after the fact? The next night, he did it again because he was at Us again. So the Gemara asked the same question. And the Gemara says, Umay havin in the me'abad. What do you want him to do? May the hava hava. What happened, happened. It's it. He got drunk again. He can't control. So comes the Gemara and says... Forget about the first night. You're right. What happened on the first night is too late already. He was Anus. But the next night, he should have drank. Which means you give, the first night you could give him a, a, a pass. But on the second night, what do you, you know what happened. When he woke up, he said, Oh, this is what happened to me. And he realized I must have got drunk. So the next night when they offered him wine, what are you drinking wine for? You know what happened last night. And therefore you're guilty on the second night. Therefore the Pasuk says, Sadiqim Yelchubam, that's Benotlot. Usha'im because of the same action that they were committing, they considered Sadiqim, but Lot is considered a Poshaya on that subject. Comes the Gemaran, continues, What does it mean in the Pasuk? This is a Pasuk in Mishle. Ach Nifshah Mekiryat Oz Umidyanin Kibriyach Armon The rebellious brother Ach Nifshah Mekiryat Oz from the solid fortress Umidyanin and brings fight and quarreling Kibriyach Armon like the uh, lock of a palace what is this pasuk referring to? The Gemara's would say it's referring to specifically when Lot left Avraham Abinu. Avraham Abinu is going to be considered that strong fortress of protection that when Lot was with him, he was protected. But Ah Nifshah, the relative that was a Poshaya, that left the strong fortress and protection of Avraham Abinu. The Gemara says, Ah Nifshah Mikriyat Oz. That's referring to Lord that left Avram Abinu. And the reason why it's called an Ach, because the Pasuk says, Ki anashim achim anachnu. Lord refers to himself as a brother. The Kiryat Oz Tosfot says, Ze Avram kedichtin habitu in sur osaftem. Avram is considered like a rock or a fortress. Again, like I said, he protected Lord all the time that he was there. Comes the Gemaran, continues and says, Umidyanin, but he created quarreling. Kibriya Harmon, as strong as the lock of a palace. Shetil Midyanin, he brought quarreling. Kibrihin Ve'armon, which is what? Lo Yavo Amuniu Mu'avi Bekal Hashem. As a result of Lot's quarreling with Avraham Abinu, that was a small quarrel that he had with Abraham. The shepherds got into the fight. That led to already a big fight that Klaise would end up having with the descendants of Lot that were who? Amon and Moab. So he created like a strong fight that would last for the ages between Amon and Moab. Look at the Taptos fort. Umidyanim, the quarreling Kibriah Armon. Kibrihim na Amon. Riv Shaya bin Lotu bin Abraham. Kedichtiv. Garma lo miribali pared mavraham. Good, that caused him to separate. Ayyidekin, nikshal bibnotav. What ended up happening? He ended up going with his daughters. The naasa kibrihim, shino alimita armon. Which means, what do the uh, locks of the palace do? They lock the palace, she'enachit sonim yikolim nikanes lefnim. That the people on the outside can't come in. Kach naasu amonimu moavim, she'asurim lavo bakahal. They got locked out. Lo yavo amonimu moavi bekal Hashem. They will have to stay on the outside. They are like they are timiim. Comes the Gemara continues that Ashra vavetimar bishak. My dichtiv. What is in the pasuk? Leta'ava yevakesh nifrad, which means because of ta'ava, a person wants to be alone. This person wants to separate because of his ta'ava. Ubchol tushia yitkala. But who does it become revealed to? To Hachamim, to Shiaz the Hachamim. And the Hachamim will talk about it, which means this, the Baal Ta'avah's ways become noted and revealed to the Hachamim. 
Kabbalah who is referring to? The Ta'avah who is the one that separated in order to go after his Ta'avot? Zelot. Ubchol kelono, his humiliation became uh, uh, revealed, in the Batekinesiyot, in the synagogues, and in the Yeshivot. Nitnan, what does it say in the Mishnah? Amuniu Mu'abi Asurin. The Isuran Isur Olam. Not only is Amun and Mu'ab Asur, but it's Asur Isur Olam. Which means because Lot made this decision to go after his Ta'avah, so now what? His humiliation now is not only in the Bet Knesset, but it's also in the Bet Midrash. What's the difference between Bet Knesset and Bet Midrash? In the Bet Knesset, we read Torah Shabbat. Torah Shabbat, it says, Lo Yavu Amoni Muavi. In Bet Midrash, we learn Torah Shabbat. And what do we learn in Torah Shabbat? And when it says, Lo Yavu Amoni, it's forever. It's not just a uh, couple of generations. It's soon, it's soon olam. And then when it's gala kelono, his humiliation, don't the guy goes after his tavad, they humiliate him in the Bet Knesset and in the Bet Midrash. But in two Torot, the Trash Mechtav, Trash Mechtav, the Bet Knesset, the Bet Midrash, that already becomes his humiliation revealed. Tamar Ula. Ula comes along and says, Tamar Zinta. Tamar went with Yehuda, or his daughter-in-law. Zimri Zina. Well, Zimri did the same thing. Similar action. He also committed Znut. He went with Kuzmi Batsur. Two seemingly wrong acts. Tamar Zinta. From Tamar's action of Znut, what came out of our kings and prophets? The kings over there obviously are from Pirates came the Davidic dynasty, that's David and Melech, and also from Zerah, David came, the prophets Yeshaya. Okay, that's also a uh, prophet. Melachim v'nevi'im. However, Zimri Zina, what happened with his nut? Naflu alav kamar bibot Israel. 24,000 Jews died as a result of it. And what was the, the difference? So Tosfot speaks out. Her intention was L'shem Shamayim. Which means her intention was for the best. And how do you see her intention was L'shem Shamayim? Because at the end, where it came down, where she had to be burnt, instead of embarrassing Yehuda, since she was L'shem Shamayim, she chose to be burnt, and not to embarrass. That shows her intention was L'shem Shalom. She wasn't looking for anything personal. She wanted to do the Ritzon Hashem. And therefore, since her coming out was L'shem Shalom, good came out of it. Mashiachin Zimri, who was not as well intended as Zimri, so what came out of the Avera? It came out what's supposed to come out. A tremendous, tremendous consequence. Comes the Gemara and continues. Amar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak. Gedola avera lishma. Greater is an avera when it's done lishem shamayim than mitzvah shelo lishma. Then a mitzvah that's done not lishem shamayim. Kibbutz says, hold it. Veha amar biuda amar av leolam yasok adam betorah mitzvot afilu shelo lishma. The person should do the mitzvot even if it's shelo lishma. Shemetoch shelo lishma ba lishma because eventually a person will come lishma, which means I can tell me an avera lishma. Is better than a mitzvah shloshma. Hey, a mitzvah shloshma is also a good thing. So the Gemara says, oh, you're right. It's not better, it's equal. Ela ema, kim mitzvah shloshma. Which means an avera l'shem shamayim is equal to a mitzvah shloshma. shamayim. And where do you see this from? Dichtiv tevorach menashim ya'el eshet hevra kenim menashim ba'oel tevorach. There was a lady called ya'el. She lived in the times where you had Sisera, who was the enemy of Klai Yisrael, and she was the one that eventually killed Sisera. But it says about Yael, this great lady, she is blessed from the ladies in the tent. So the Gemara says, Man nashim sheba'oil. Who are these ladies that Yael is compared to the ladies of the tent? Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah. Which means, by all these ladies it says, Ohel. By Sarah it says, Hine ba'ohel. By Rivka it says, Vayibi'eha Yitzhaka ohela. Sarah imo Rachel it says, By the also, Vayitzeh me'ohel le'ah, Vayavu be'ohel Rachel. 
And therefore, she was compared to those ladies, like the Imaot. Oh, so what did she do, but? What was her Avera uh, Lishma? Uh, uh, She's the classic case of an Avera Lishma. So the Gemara says, Amar of Yohanan, Sheva Be'ilot Ba'al Oto Rasha Be'ota Sha'a. Which means, how did, he tie, how did she tire him out before she killed him? There was Be'ilot. Seven Be'ilot, she was Bo'el, this Rasha, Shne'emar, Ben Nagle'a, Kara, Nafal, Shachav. In the Gemara, the Pasuk was seven different actions that she committed, which means there was a Be'ilah of seven times. So the Gemara says, so it's Avirah Lishma, but she did Lishma. So she gets credit. Other she's considered like Sarah of Kara, and then they are. Gemara says, Ve'akam mitanyam Be'ilah dileh. What do you mean? How can you say she's uh, considered okay? She had hana'ah. She received hana'ah from the sin. Abar of Yohanan. Abar of Yohanan. What kind of hana'ah is this? Kol tovatan shel resha'im. Enam ela ra'ah etzel tzaddikim. The good, the hana'ah that the resha'im give the tzaddikim, to the tzaddikim, it's not a hana'ah. To the tzaddikim, it's considered uh, uh, no pleasure. Why? Shne'emar. Remember why Yaakov Abinu. What does God tell Lavan? He tells Yaakov, he tells Levan, don't do any bad to Yaakov, and don't do any good. So the Gemara says, well, I understand why God's telling Levan not do any bad to Yaakov. Why can't he do any good? That even the good that the Rishayim do to the Tzaddikim is better. Therefore, there was no hana'ah. The Mephashim explained because bottom line, she put a zuhama, she, he put a zuhama'ima in her. Which means, what's the zuhama? The tum'ah. And therefore she has no hana'ah from such things. She knows that she's being defiled by this uh, rasha merushah. So therefore the zuhama'ima, the rasha merushah, not considered a hana'ah. Also, to for that's a question, you can ask a question. What are you talking? The kharat should be yarek val yavor. Mm-hmm. This is considered uh, znuta. She should have given a life for such a thing. So that Tosafor uh, ends over here. And says that really she has the status of karka'ulam. That really she was passive. It's like the, the ground. Which means she didn't uh, participate in the Amirah. Like the Gibra says by Esther, Esther karka'ulam aita. Therefore, uh, she doesn't begin, uh, doesn't, uh, not considered uh, forbidden. She didn't, she didn't have an af from the uh, Amirah. Good. Comes the Gemara. Oh, so Tosfur has a question over Islam when it says, She betok shlo lishma banishma. Look at that, the the what? Better to do a mitzvah shelo lishma and eventually lead you to lishma. So Tosfur says, Vim tomar ve'amirin ve'alma osik mitzvah shelo lishma no'ach lo shelo nivra. The Gemara says, Adonai, if a person does mitzvah shelo lishma, better he wasn't created. So how do we reconcile? The Yishlomah de'at tamar isho sigma tura shelo lishma lekapeyach ahirim. When the shelo lishma is in order to be critical of the Torah, which means in order to learn the Torah, in order to uproot it, in order to disprove it, that's better you didn't, you weren't created. But if a person should know this right, well, he's doing it for honor, he's doing it to become famous, okay, it's not the best kavana, but that's not dangerous. And therefore, learn for the kavod, eventually for the concept of lishma. <coughs> Comes the Gemara continues. Gufa, Amar of Yudam Arav, Leolam, Yasukadam, Betunam, Zvot, Afilu Shalolishman, Shemetok Shalolishman, Balishman. Now the Gemara is going to have a classic example of somebody that did a mitzvah Shalolishma, and you still see there was value, there was reward. Shepeschar, Membet, Korbanot, Shekri, Balak, Karasha, the 42 Korbanot that Balak brought when he came to curse B'nai Yisrael. How do we know he brought 42 Korbanot? So Tosfot explains. He had three locations. Zayin Mizbechot. So there was seven Mizbechot in each location. And that's what? That's 21. And on each Mizbech he brought two Korbanot. 21 misbehot altogether, two korbanot on each one, that brings you to 42 korbanot. Now obviously he was doing it, shelo lishma. V'yatzacha, v'yatzah, mimenu, rut. Who ended up coming out of Balak? Balak is from uh, Moab. Eventually rut converted, and eventually came out, David uh, so something good did come out. Oh, he brought korbanot. Something good came out. So you see that even a Shalolishma has a value. Ruth, 
Ruth was actually the granddaughter of Eglon, the king of Moab. Now, Tosfot comes out and says, that's Labdafka. You have another Gemara that says she was the daughter of Eglon. Cannot be the daughter and she wasn't the granddaughter. And just mathematically it doesn't work. Because Tosfot points out that from Eglon to Boaz, whose name in the Navi is Ibsan, Tosfot says there was more than 200 years. And we know that Ruth converted when she was young. And therefore, there had to be, uh, if she was young, she, she had to be 250 years old, according to this calculation, when she converted. And we know it wasn't the case. And therefore, it's clearly that when they say the daughter, it means a descendant. When they say the granddaughter, means descend, she descended from the kings of Moab. But she wasn't actually a daughter or a granddaughter. In any event, Amar of Yabar Amar Hanan. How do we know that God doesn't hold back the reward even for good speech? I mean, even if somebody spoke nicely, there's reward for that. How do you know that God is very generous that He gives everybody the reward that's deserving for them? The two daughters of Lot. First daughter, she got pregnant, she had a baby boy. What did she name the baby? Moab. Moab means what? From my father which is not a Tzni'ut name, really, to call the baby. That's revealing the ancestral relationship. The Torah doesn't consider that Lashon Naki. And therefore, the second girl, what did she call her son? Amon, meaning Ben Ami, the son of my people. She covered up the ancestral relationship. And therefore, she gets rewarded, as we're going to see, for her modest language. Because the Torah says like this, when it comes to Moab, it says, What does God say regarding our relationship with Moab? We're not allowed to make war against Moab. You're allowed to terrorize them. Which means we're allowed to go in there and make a little uh, uh, pillaging and loot. You just can't make war against them. They're all out war. Why? Because since she used not a nice language, so she got punished for that language. Which means Moab now suffers at the hands of the Jews. Right? She called it uh, Ben Ami, which is a, more of a general language, which is Amon. Period. Do not start with them at all. We're not even allowed to terrorize them at all. And that's the reward that she got for a siha. A person should always rush as quick as he can to do a mitzvah. Now we're giving, we're talking about giving credit where credit is due. Although the oldest girl, she might not have deserved credit for the name that she called, but we got to give her credit for a zirizut. She thought she was doing a mitzvah. She thought there was nobody left in the world. So she went and gave her father to drink in order to do something idealistically she felt was right. And because she went first, God rewarded her for a zirizut. And what was the reward that God gave her? Zaktav de kadma arba'at dorot Israel le malchut. Which means, who came out of Moab? You have already Oved, Yishai, David, Shilomon, all, all of them were not kings. When it says Malchut, it means the family of kings. Now, who was after Shilomo started Rehavam. Now, Rehavam is the son of Shilomo. From which wife? From Naamah Amonit. Naamah Amonit descended from Amon. So therefore, there were four generations of Jewish kings or great people that came before she would have won. Rehavam was already the first descendant of Amon because she was a day later. And therefore, the Gebarah is being honest. The Gebarah is saying like this, God's fair. That's the point. God's fair. Which means when it came to the names, Moab wasn't the right name. So therefore, she gets punished and Amon gets credit for the tzinut in the naming. She was more, uh, she covered it up. Mashiach in the Zizut factor, the Bechorah was better. She came first. So she gets the kids earlier, that four generations earlier. Now at this point it's worthy uh, to say over a story, a famous story that we say over. 
Ramosha finds Tavashal brings a story in the Hagdamat in Zegrot Moshe Chalik Hamishi. Ramosha tells a story of a fellow who was living in his town that had a, uh, a terrible disease in his tongue, where his tongue swelled up, which eventually took his life. He asked the rabbi of the town, which Ramosha, to come visit him. So Ramosha went to visit him and told everybody to leave and he wanted to be alone with the rabbi. And he confessed to the rabbi why this is happening to him. Why is he suffering such a disease of having his tongue become so swelled up? So he said he had a dream. What happened? One of the weeks they were reading the parashiot of Lot and his daughters, and he said some disparaging words against the daughter, the daughter of Lot. She says, how can he call her uh, Moab? How can he call the, she call the baby Moab? It's such, a, such a, an unsiniut name. Now, now the Gemara also concedes to that point. But he was speaking like, you know, how could she do such a thing? And he really spoke uh, not nice words about the daughter of Lot. So until one other had a dream, and two righteous ladies came to me. They looked like the faces of Malachim. They were holy and pure. I never saw righteousness like this. And I said, who are you? And they said, we're the daughters of Lot. And she came along and said, I want to explain to you. You had claims against me. You spoke against me. I want to tell you what my kavanah was, why I called the, the child Moab. Moab means what? Me'av, from the father. She says, because I saw already in the future that there's going to come a, a, a time where the Guim are going to build a whole religion on a concept of an immaculate conception. That they're going to say that somebody conceived immaculately. And what's going to happen? They're going to come along and say, what? That look, it happened. There's a precedence. They'll say, look, lots daughters got pregnant from where did they get pregnant from the only one that was there was their father and certainly it didn't come from the father and therefore they would have used this episode to bolster their immaculate conception concept so I came out explicitly and said no Rabotai Me'av this was incest here and therefore nobody should think that there's such a thing of immaculate conception which means my kavanah was letova and you didn't give me the benefit of the doubt so he said that's why my tongue, speaking against the daughters of Lot, his tongue already swelled up and he eventually died from that. And it's not a stirah the Gebarah. The Gebarah is saying there is Omekadim. There is depth of judgment. Maybe she could have called it uh, a name to get the same point across. So in God's Hajbon, God has judgment. But to come along and just speak uh, like that, and what if you speak about the daughters of Lot that we don't know them to be before this, you know, from the ones that uh, and that's what happens. Kalahomer, if somebody speaks about Avot, Imahot, or you know, the great, great people like this with Nevi'im and so on and so forth, all the more so how careful we have to be.